Hi, this is Ezra Engel, and you're listening to The Voice, reading First Chronicles chapter 21 for Wednesday, July 3rd. Satan rose up against Israel and incited David to take a census of Israel. So David said to Joab and the commanders of the troops, Go and count the Israelites from Beersheba to Dan, then report back to me so that I may know how many there are. But Joab replied, May the Lord multiply his troops a hundred times over. My lord the king, are they not all my lord's subjects? Why does my lord want to do this? Why should he bring guilt on Israel? The king's word, however, overruled Joab. So Joab left and went throughout Israel and then came back to Jerusalem. Joab reported the number of the fighting men to David. In all Israel, there were one million one hundred thousand men who could handle a sword, including four hundred and seventy thousand in Judah. But Joab did not include Levi and Benjamin in the numbering, because the king's command was repulsive to him. This command was also evil in the sight of God, so he punished Israel. Then David said to God, I have sinned greatly by doing this. Now I beg you, take away the guilt of your servant. I have done a very foolish thing. The Lord said to Gad, David's seer, Go and tell David, This is what the Lord says. I am giving you three options. Choose one of them for me to carry out against you. So Gad went to David and said to him, This is what the Lord says. Take your choice. Three years of famine. Three months of being swept away before your enemies, with their swords overtaking you. Or three days of the sword of the Lord. Days of plague in the land, with the angel of the Lord ravaging every part of Israel. Now then, decide how I should answer the one who sent me. David said to Gad, I am in deep distress. Let me fall into the hands of the Lord, for his mercy is very great. But do not let me fall into the hands of men. So the Lord sent a plague on Israel, and seventy thousand men of Israel fell dead. And God sent an angel to destroy Jerusalem. But as the angel was doing so, the Lord saw it and was grieved because of the calamity, and said to the angel who was destroying the people, Enough! Withdraw your hand. The angel of the Lord was then standing at the threshing floor, of Aruna, the Jebusite. David looked up and saw the angel of the Lord standing between heaven and earth, with a drawn sword in his hand extended over Jerusalem. Then David and the elders, clothed in sackcloth, fell face down. David said to God, Was it not I who ordered the fighting men to be counted? I am the one who has sinned and done wrong. These are but sheep. What have they done? O Lord my God, let your hand fall upon me and my family. But do not let this plague remain on your people. Then the angel of the Lord ordered Gad to tell David to go up and build an altar to the Lord on the threshing floor of Aruna, the Jebusite. So David went up in obedience to the word that Gad had spoken in the name of the Lord. While Aruna was threshing wheat, he turned and saw the angel. His four sons who were with him hid themselves. Then David approached, and when Aruna looked and saw him, he left the threshing floor and bowed down before David with his face to the ground. David said to him, Let me have the sight of your threshing floor, so I can build an altar to the Lord, that the plague on the people may be stopped. Sell it to me at the full price. Aruna said to David, Take it, let my lord the king do whatever pleases him. Look, I will give the oxen for the burnt offerings, the threshing sledges for the wood, and the wheat for the grain offering. I will give all this. But King David replied to Aruna, No. I insist on paying the full price. 
I will not take for the Lord what is yours, or sacrifice a burnt offering that cost me nothing. So David paid Aruna six hundred shekels of gold for the site. David built an altar to the Lord there, and sacrificed burnt offerings and fellowship offerings. He called on the Lord, and the Lord answered him with fire from heaven on the altar of burnt offering. Then the Lord spoke to the angel, and he put his sword back into his sheath. At that time, when David saw that the Lord had answered him on the threshing floor of Aruna the Jebusite, he offered sacrifices there, the tabernacle of the Lord which Moses had made in the desert, and the altar of burnt offering were at that time on the high place at Gibeon. But David could not go before it to inquire of God, because he was afraid of the sword of the angel of the Lord. First Chronicles chapter 21 David acted in a way that displeased God. His actions are even said to be a result of Satan's influence on David, because he took a census of Israel. Now this is confusing, because I'm used to censuses being just a part of you know living in a civilization that is taxed and things like that. But as we read this, it seems that God sees this as a sin worthy of punishment. And I don't know why exactly. I've heard some people say that his census was calculating how strong or, or the capability of a uh, military force in such a way that he would be putting faith in the might of, of his army as opposed to in the might of the Lord. You may remember other stories in the Bible where God purposefully puts Israel in a weaker military position so that he can receive glory for the victory in the battle. God sends a plague. He actually gives David an option of which punishment he receives. And he chooses to have three days of plague from the Lord because um, he knows God is merciful. But when the plague finally is paused, David wants to sacrifice to atone for his sin. And he makes a good point, saying that the sin was his and not the people's, so why should the people be dying and the punishment not be brought upon David and his own family? And although um, Aruna the Jebusite, whose um, property the plague was paused at, offered David the land, livestock, and wood to present this offering, David made a very good observation and point that a sacrifice that costs him nothing is not really a sacrifice the Lord is worthy of receiving. And I think that's kind of the main uh, takeaway I get from this. Well, there's two. One is uh, not to put your faith in your um, in your power, your own personal influence or belongings. And God asks us for sacrifice, and um, sacrifice should cost us something, and that pleases God. Thank you for listening to The Voice.